Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Holt. I'm an integrative and functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in well over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. And I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a school in practitioner mentorship where we help other clinicians level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what this show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I would love for you to subscribe to the show, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Now give me the mic so I can take it away. Just a heads up before I hit play on this episode, I recorded this conversation on the same day that I recorded my conversation with Liz Wolf. And for both conversations, my mic was unplugged. But here's the cool thing. I had no idea. So I was talking into my mic the entire time. I'm officially Artie from Wet Hot American Summer. I really pride myself on good audio in this podcast, so I apologize that my portion of the audio is subpar, but it's a great conversation nevertheless, so I hope you enjoy. Okay, yay, I'm so excited about this conversation. I get to talk to May Steigler, who is the CEO of Organifi, who have been our most long-term, most well-loved sponsor of the Functional Nutrition Podcast, so this is a long time coming. May is, like I said, the CEO of the company, uh, Organifi, as many of you are familiar with, make premium, great tasting adaptogenic blends. Um, May is responsible for the brand's overall alignment. So I can't wait to tuck into what that means. She's driven by her passion and responsibility for the development of Organifi's people and processes, having played a key role in building the company since its inception in 2014 to an average growth of 60% compound growth rate. I think I'm saying that right. It sounds impressive regardless. Year over year since its inception, with May's leadership, Organifi has been named one of Inc. 5000's fastest growing companies four times and awarded Forbes Great Places to Work for the last three years. So May, welcome to the show. That's very impressive. Erin, thank you so much for having me. It's a treat. Uh, you guys have been such incredible partners. You've been an amazing uh, partner to have, and I'm excited to jump into this conversation. Thank you for that introduction. I was obviously read your bio ahead of time and I just was feeling so inspired as the CEO of my small little company. I'm like, damn, like this is, this, this lights me up. This inspires me. So I'm excited to talk to you about all things, business alignment, sourcing and transparency. So I want to back up you. It says you're responsible for the brand's overall alignment. And I want to start here because alignment is really a word that encompasses how I run my business and my company. I'm always like, what's the vibe check here? My HR consultant is also a clairvoyant. So she she advises me on HR, but also reads the energy of every single situation. Um, I make moves based on what feels good, what feels like clean lines. I follow my intuition above all else. We don't interface with brands that don't share our values. Sometimes that means having hard, awkward conversations. Um, so that's kind of what alignment within the context of my company means to me. And I'm so curious what alignment means to you. 
There's a lot of alignment here, Aaron, because um, also similarly, my right hand uh, team member internally is VP of People and Culture. And so she is, you know, kind of the person that is keeping tabs on energetic levels within our company. You know, where is the team? How are we like what what is the vibe to your to your um, uh, uh, note there? And it's so um so important to me and kind of how I define alignment is so much of the energetics. You know, there's there's a very clear structure in designing a business and like, you know, um, successfully running a business that isn't necessarily visible. And I think there's the processes and, you know, as noted, yes, I oversee those things, but alignment um, to me speaks more about how we translate what we're here to do to our community. And it's through our products at this stage at Organifi. And, and I hope that it's you know, in, in much bigger ways comes to life in the future. So right now we're just at a physical product level, but I hope that in the future and kind of part of the vision of Organifi is translating that to courses and education and so much of even the partnership here and with our incredible um, podcast partnerships uh, supports and prioritizes education and um, content and bridging the gap for consumers and, and what it means to be healthy, even redefining it. So alignment is definitely more about energetics. And even as it is in my bio noted, um, you know, it, with that alignment, it's more like coherence. So when the team is uh, aligned on a mission, things are easy. When there's discord or incoherence in within the business, within our mission, within our ways of doing business, if those don't match our mission, then things become hard and we don't grow. And so I think it's critical. Alignment is energy. So cool. And this is going to pair so nicely. I recently talked to Dr. Catherine Clinton. I don't know if you're familiar with her work, but she does a lot with quantum biology and pretty much her entire conversation was about coherence. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're getting it from all angles. I love it. Um, I think, you know, you talked about bridging the gap for consumers and a lot of that has to do with education. And um, you have a relatively new product, uh, your collagen. And I haven't talked about it on Instagram. I haven't talked about my, my, the show before I haven't, uh, introduced it to consumers because, um, I wanted to talk to you about it first. There was an article published in March, I believe March of this year, 2023. And it was the Bureau of investigative journalism. And the title was collagen craze drives deforestation and rights abuses in the investigation, which as the article says, was the first to connect bovine collagen with tropical forest loss and violence against indigenous peoples. Found over 2,000 uh, square kilometers of deforestation linked to the supply chains of two Brazil-based collagen operations. So naturally people saw this and were like, WTF, myself included, and um, really wanted to hit pause on my consumption of collagen. And it was around the same time that, um, I don't know if, if, it, if Organifi released your collagen or if they just sent it to me, it was on my radar. Um, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> I feel nervous about the sourcing. The, I, I trust you guys pretty explicitly. I don't say that about many companies. Um, and so I wanted to dialogue about all of this because naturally consumers are like, okay, so collagen, is that a no? So can we talk about that and specifically uh, how Organifi sources your collagen? Yeah, so critical. And I love this spot. Um, as a consumer myself, my family as well, you know, we've been in this space with Organifi for over 10 years now. And prior to starting the brand, we were a more like an education company. We were making digital content around like the power of real foods and juicing. And that's actually 
it was a FitLife TV, a content company that created uh, Organifi. It kind of springboarded the the business in 2014. And so much of my background and um, kind of where I come from is focus first on consumer education. Um, without that one, it's hard to value uh, the products we put in our body and also understand the, to, to your point here in this important discussion today, also understand the quality controls or implications of um, just proper quality with those products and what it, you know, the implications it has in our body and our health. So yeah, excited to dive into this today. And I, I think one, um, with this new product, I'm really excited to be able to speak to a quality standard that is one of the reasons why we actually made it. So a quality standard that we felt was missing. Um, and then also to speak to a bit of my background, um, prior to this business, I actually, I studied animal nutrition and I was actually in big ag focusing on early detection of illness. I was working at farm level uh, on dairies and, um, and I was focused on actually reticulum temperature monitoring. So I was I was doing um, automated temperature monitoring cows to be able to detect early signs of mastitis, pneumonia, acidosis, uh, to be able to prevent the overuse of antibiotics in the industry. So kind of my background has some uh, food science, nutrition science, animal science um, that I then later translated to human health. So there's this really interesting overlap where this collagen conversation is coming from and um, a key area of personal interest for me. And um, as you brought up, it's so critical that we help consumers, even ourselves, bridge the gap. Your concern, um, you know, I've been taking collagen for years as well. And part of why we made this this product at Organifi was we wanted to make a, um, you know, a high quality one that we could actually express our own quality standards with and trust as well. So it was a really interesting article to read, which I did. I did note it was interesting timing when we launched our collagen. I thought, oof. Um, and <laughs> oof, yeah, <laughs> that's a doozy. Um, and it's such, uh, I think, to zoom out a critical spot to understand and assess the uh, just uh, supply chain, but also production um, means, I would say, of our food supply at any, at any point. Um, again, when I shifted from animal science to human nutrition and coaching, when I got into working with Drew, the founder, 10 years ago, I was really interested in educating consumers on um, understanding what the quality of food um, does to your body when you eat things that you are made to digest well, you um, are, are relatively healthy and you live well, and to understand the food system to better actually improve animal welfare. I thought I could, you know, work up the chain a bit in the decision criteria to stop um, concentrated agriculture and a lot of the beef operations that, you know, we see today popping up all over places like Brazil that are causing deforestation. You know, there's, there's huge... Um, uh, obviously incentive for, unfortunately, industries to show up like this and to cause really intense re repercussions. So um, with this article um, and with our collagen, I think as a consumer, there's there's two things that, that I would advise and two things that I can speak to. First is um, where do we source our beef? Um, we have four sources of collagen in our collagen. So it's chicken, uh, two sources of fish and one of uh, beef. And so uh, we have kind of this diverse profile of amino acids and, and proteins in this. And it's, by the way, our first animal based protein, which is a pretty big deal for Organifi. We're, you know, heavy plant based, heavy adaptogen. So this is a space that we just recently leaned into, which, um, is extra, extra interesting to us. And so with the, the sourcing of our beef um, collagen, we ensured that it doesn't come from Brazil. So this is the biggest area that this is happening in the world. And I think as a first, as a consumer, being aware of where, let's say you're buying from a brand, 
ensuring that that brand is not sourcing from Brazil. I'm saying that as also um, the assumption that this probably isn't the only place that deforestation and violence is occurring, but it is the most well-known. So as we are becoming aware of other areas and regions, that would be a sound practice as a consumer just to be aware and to be buying from brands that don't source from regions that that happens in. And so how would a consumer know this? Could they contact the company? Are are companies always transparent about their origin? They, They should be and consumers should be able to. So there's no reason that a company shouldn't be able to provide the documentation around this. And if they can't, I think it's a um, it's a good indication that uh, it's probably not a trustworthy brand. Noted. Yeah. And so one, e- email the company, um, call the company, right? Uh, make sure they have a contact uh, number, <laughs> first and foremost. So as a consumer, you know, are they trustworthy? Are they uh, responsive? You should be able to email them or call them and um, request documentation of where they source their beef collagen from. So really importantly. And then as a brand, what's really critical and kind of from my seat, what's critical is that we're able to have the documentation from any supplier that also validates that we do not source from regions. And as soon as we're aware of more regions where this is becoming a problem, you know, duly so, we'd have documentation again. So we've always, and I'll kind of offer a tiny bit of perspective, we've always um, leveraged our quality standards as a form of um, just a quality standard that we could trust. And that would be every product we've made has been USDA organic or has been glyphosate residue free, which is third party tested to ensure that we do not have herbicides or pesticides in any nature in our products. And the certifying bodies have helped us um, while we are farm level connected with majority of key ingredients, at least supplier connected. um, We have a third party that validates that for us as well. So there's kind of two levels of certification. So additionally, as a consumer, looking on packaging for third-party certifications to ensure that that product has been tested to be what it says it is, is really key. Let's take a quick break so we can talk about Element. I'm so pumped to hear that you guys are digging this stuff. I knew you would. It's so freaking tasty. I did get a question about sodium. Somebody asked if I was concerned with the sodium content and the answer is not at all. In fact, that's why I sought out Element as my electrolyte drink of choice. Active athletes, especially during hot weather, can lose up to seven grams of sodium per day just through sweat alone. And in order to replete that, to replace that, we need both water and sodium so we can reestablish appropriate and proper hydration. I'm active. I like to do hot yoga. Honestly, on my hot yoga days, I actually double down on Element. I know many of you are active as well. So this is something that we really should be mindful of. Salt has been villainized. It's not the bad guy. We need salt. We need minerals. We need electrolytes. And if you want to do it in a yummy way, Element is your thing. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. So that's eight packets for free with any element order. It's a great way to try the flavor, see what you like. And you can get it at drinkelement.com forward slash funk. The deal is only available through my link. You got to go to drinklmnt.com forward slash funk. You also get a no questions asked refund. So try it risk-free. You're going to love it. And if you'd like to conquer sleep with Ned's dream set, functional nutrition podcast listeners get 15% off with code FUNK. 
Go to helloned.com forward slash funk or enter code funk at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash F-U-N-K to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. So I actually want to... Uh, ask about the glyphosate residue free in case somebody's not familiar with that. So even though a product is labeled as organic, they, if there could still be traces of glyphosate on the product. Yeah. So it's, it's a kind of a secondary level. It's a layer deeper, you could say than USD organic. And, um, it's only recently become available, but it's been a after finished product testing format. That's allowed us to also validate that there is no specifically glyphosate, which is the number one most heavily used herbicide in the whole entire world. It's, it's, um, hard to find it not somewhere. So it's really helpful for us to test, to ensure that there's, um, below a certain level of glyphosate, if any, in our products. Um, and so it's just a layer deeper beyond USD organic. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So kind of a big deal. It's a really big deal. And it's, and it's still really new. I think, again, there's a consumer education gap here. And if, um, if anything could not be uh, certified organic, uh, we're, we're really used to the space where it always can be because we create plant-based whole food uh, products. And so if they're grown in the ground, they can be certified organic. If you're working with, let's say, a mineral, um, so for instance, we just created a magnesium product. There's no such thing as organic or non-organic magnesium. It's a, you know, it's it's a an element. And so there isn't necessarily something that can be tested. And so we still will use a glyphosate um, residue-free uh, badge and test that finished product regardless. And same with our um, collagen. So it's just a, a second layer um, great certifying body. You can go to the detoxproject.com and look up the brands that certify glyphosate residue free. And um, so it's an additional layer that um, personally as a consumer, I find incredibly valuable uh, just to ensure the things that I'm ingesting don't have <laughs> heavy, heavy herbicides in them. And it's been tested to be so. Super helpful to know about that glyphosate residue free because that's not a label that I see on a lot of things at this point. So I love that Organifi is doing that. And then back to the collagen to kind of close the loop for people on the collagen. I do, I mean, we kind of breezed over how unique the collagen is because it is four different sources of collagen. Can you just say a little bit more about that uh, before we move on? Yes, and it is a really cool product. So I'm I'm glad you asked. Um, we're breezed by it. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, don't worry about this. <laughs> yeah, there's two things that I think are worth mentioning that I value as a consumer. And prior to making our own at Organifi, I was looking for another products. I won't mention the brands that I was using prior to making our own, but I would look for grass fed. And so this is a way in the same in the same value. Um, position that Organifi has always been um, focused on USDA organic. Grass-fed also um, related to animal-based products has me confident that they are being raised in a manner, these cows are being raised in a manner that is natural to them and they're eating grass as they were designed to to and healthily do that. And so uh, it's a much more sustainable operation just inherently because it's grass fed. So I think, and there's a lot of brands that are offering this uh, quality standard. I think it's a, a minimum to look for when you're looking for collagen brands. Um, and so I would make sure that when you're uh, sourcing your collagen to choose that you're looking for grass fed and you're looking for uh, brands that can also speak to the country of origin today. Is there a reason that you des design this with more than just 
bovine or cow collagen. Yeah. And so it gives us a diversity of amino acids. Um, and because we're not just sourcing from, uh, let's say beef collagen or not just chicken or not just fish, um, you're getting a more diverse benefit. So we wanted to, as this was kind of our first protein, we wanted to give this a more well-rounded approach. We did the same with our uh, plant-based protein. We actually had pea, we had hemp, we had multiple sources of proteins. Um, just as a benefit for diversity. If this is something that as a primarily maybe plant-based diet, someone's including as a supplementation, it's going to be really nice to have a a little bit more diversity of protein sources. You know, you had said something earlier that Organifi started out as more of a consumer education company. And I'm curious if it was, so, you know, you were the educator or Organifi was the educator in that situation. But as educators, we also learn a lot about the needs of the people that we are educating. And I have, I will say that my stance or my belief, or honestly, even some of my dogma maybe has really changed over the years. And I don't know if that's a product of age or just the fact that I interface with thousands of people in my work. But I used to really believe when I started my career that whole foods were whole foods. And that was the most important thing. And any product that was trying to like mimic or recreate a whole food was less than or secondary. So like, I really didn't subscribe to the idea of using protein powders, for example. And I didn't realize how much I had changed until a recent, um, I would say some, at some point this year, I was running a group nutrition program and somebody asked that very question, like, why would you recommend protein powders? They're not whole foods. And I'm like, oh, such a good, good question. And I think now in my career, I am more likely to meet people where they're at, or um, I really believe in putting more tools on the table for people rather than taking things away from people. And the reality of the situation where we are with our health, um, these products like what you're creating in Organifi might make the difference between somebody doing it and not doing it. Somebody consuming the greens or not consuming the greens. Somebody getting the red polyphenols or not getting the red polyphenols, you know? And I'm just more about like, let's just throw all the tools at people. And I'm curious if, um, if this has come up throughout the years of Organifi, like kind of like meeting the demand of, of people and giving them tools essentially. Yeah, this this was actually the origin of the brand Organifi. So I can speak to a perfect parallel for that. We we were coaching um, hundreds of of clients actually through juice fasting, and so Aaron can totally relate and appreciate where you are today um, because uh, we started that way too. Which is like, hey, juicing is the most like direct way to like revolutionize your health. Go buy a juicer, juice for the next six hours, and you're going to be great. <laughs> you know, have have six juices today, and and you know, quit your job because you're going to be juicing all day to do that, and uh, you'll be awesome. Awesome. And so there was my producer. What? That's like I, cleaning the juicer. I'm like, forget it. I know. I it's can't. um it's scrubbing that thing. <laughs> it, it, um I agree with you that there is such incredible value in Whole Foods. And I absolutely with that clarity kind of started out this health journey. I was a personal trainer years ago and would talk to people about like, you know, 
I was so confused why, why they couldn't just eat healthier. I'm like, oh, it's so straightforward, you know, just, just start eating healthier and eat whole foods and eat less processed foods. But the reality is, and what even through the business, what we learned really early on with educating is the more we can remove obstacles to being healthy and make it actually in any way enjoyable, I mean, God forbid, convenient, it's going to... Um, it's more likely to happen. And so we really looked at like, you know, change psychology. I learned a lot about that through coaching individuals and really trying to unpack what, what worked and why. And so much of it was one, the belief. So, so importantly, believing that doing something for your health is going to work. You got to believe in what you're doing. But then I think it's so important to take the more, um, I would say realistic approach to say, how can I actually make this work? You know, is this going to work for me? And juicing six times a day doesn't work for very many people for very long. Um, you know, it's, it's a very time consuming thing. So the, the idea of Organifi was actually um, created from exactly that spot. We thought, how could we help remove the obstacle? Um, and again, we were teaching, teaching juice fasting 10 years ago. Um, now I believe in the power of whole foods, you know, more than ever. And in a funny way, um, you know, the CEO of a supplement company. <laughs> And so how that came to be was exactly the way you brought it up was actually learning that more important than having people dogmatically follow a plan I'm really passionate about and why Organifi exists is to remove the obstacles to being healthy and make it enjoyable. You know, we spend an inordinate amount of time making the products taste good without cutting corners, like adding sugar and a bunch of crap in there. You know, we literally have a small amount of ingredients and no more than three grams of sugar in anything we make. And that's monk fruit. You know, it's whole food sugars. It's not, um, not something that, that we're adding that's negative. And so I think really importantly, um, knowing that, uh, it's more important that you find a path to health that you enjoy than trying to make it perfect. And, um, and so, you know, we created the greens powder as our first product because so many of our customers would stop getting great results when they got really tired of spending a lot of time cleaning their juicer. It was like, you know, our, our, I figure it was like our marketing, um, line was like, you know, stop, uh, shopping and chopping and cleaning and, you know, juicing. And this is, you know, the solution to that. And so obviously, you know, we, we've come over the long, long way from that. We definitely don't focus on juicing anymore as the reason that we make superfood blends and adaptogens. Um, and I'm excited by that evolution, but it's, it, it was the origin story for us. It was recognizing that the more you can find a path that's convenient, um, it is probably, you know, if you're having a really hard time getting consistent protein in, even today, I find being busy, I'll skip lunch a lot. And so it's really important for me to actually make sure I, I have a quick protein shake because I'm not getting the grams of protein in that I know is good for me today. Um, you know, five years ago, it was pretty easy. I could, you know, do even four meals a day. Right now it's like two and a half. <laughs> so supplementation yeah. becomes really critical, right? I know. I pack a lot into my, um, to a protein shake or a smoothie. Yeah. Um, lots of calories because I'm not about skipping meals here. I'll no. <laughs> Running companies, man, we got to fuel these brains. It's really important. Bodies, right? High performance, um, you know, it starts with what uh, we put in our body. Absolutely. Uh, you also have made the switch away from plastic containers. Um, recently, I was like, I, I knew that you were doing that. And then when I got my latest shipment, I'm like, oh, damn, it's, it's, it has happened. It's you know? happened. And that's pretty crazy. That's awesome. I've got a fun Organifi offer for you. So get ready because I know how much you love these. When you get 
the Sunrise to Sunset kit, you can also enjoy a free 30-day sample of Pure for a limited time. The Sunrise to Sunset kit helps transform your entire day in three easy steps. A detoxifying morning reset with the green juice, an afternoon energy boost, caffeine-free with the red juice, that's my fave, and a nighttime relaxation tea with the gold, which is like a yummy anti-inflammatory golden milk type situation all packed with superfoods that your body will love. You get an awesome bundle savings on this kit, and for a limited time, you get a 30-day supply of the Brain Boosting Blend Pure for free. Pure helps to repair, protect, and feed your brain cells. Keep that sweet, sweet brain of yours nice and healthy. If you want to save an additional 20% and get free shipping, head to Organifi.com forward slash funk, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash F-U-N-K. One thing I do for blood sugar support, especially around my workouts, is amino acid supplementation. I put Keon aminos in my water bottle to take to the yoga studio or the gym, and I drink it either before or after my workout, sometimes both. I also like that it enhances my recovery. I feel less sore. Leucine-enriched amino acids help to reduce soreness and aid in muscle repair, and Keon aminos contains 40% leucine plus all nine essential amino acids. So that's kind of why it's a really good fundamental support for fitness. It's backed by over 20 years of clinical research, highest quality ingredients. There's no fillers. There's no junk. It undergoes rigorous quality testing and tastes really good. Save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. If you go to getkeon.com forward slash funk, that's G-E-T, K-I-O-N.com slash F-U-N-K to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Yeah, we, um, a couple years ago, even our canisters have been um, basically sugarcane derived. So we've done a, um, a remarkable job, even from the beginning, really focusing on um, just environmental impact in the same way that we look at every ingredient resource that's USDA organic, I'll bring it back to like ingredient quality first, is perpetuating a way of growing food that's sustainable. We're uh, mindful of soil health. We you know, don't want to have monocultures stripping the soil of critical nutrients and depriving future generations of high quality food. And so we know how much that's already happened. And so really critically, only sourcing USDA organic food, glyphosate uh, residue free whenever we can, those ingredients play into the future of our environment and food how we package it, you know, there's so much packaging that is, um, wasteful and detrimental to the environment. And so we, we prioritized sourcing and investing, you know, it costs more investing in sugarcane canisters. And now we have invested in these pouches. You'll see, you know, the, the products are coming in bags now and there's less stick packs. And so really mindful of consistently reducing our impact and then also allowing our consumers to feel good about investing in the products that we produce. And so you know, I can feel good about <laughs> the products that we make and so can my family. Um, really critically, it's it's interesting to be able to, as a consumer, have the capacity to vote for that. So thanks for calling yeah, that and out. You know, even the stick packs too. It's like when I think about, because, you know, ideally you're thinking stick packs for like travel, like gym bag and stuff. But anytime I travel, like I'm just throwing the whole, the whole kit and caboodle in, you know what I mean? I'm like, you can put one of those pouches in your suitcase or in a jam bag or wherever you want to go. You know, you don't really need the stick packs. And, and it's always, we've always tried to walk the line of um, consumer convenience to the point that we were just talking about, which is like, Hey, if it's easy, if you can easily integrate adaptogens in your diet every day, you will see tremendous results hands down. 
If it's tough and if they taste like garbage, you probably won't enjoy them and you won't take them consistently. It's like, you know, human psychology. (laughs) So with uh, the transition away from these stick packs, the individual packets, we still have them, but um, we are not selling them up front and not encouraging consumers to buy them in mass quantity. Instead, shifting to bags, to your point, they are actually easier to travel with. So I I originally would try to travel with the canisters instead. And um, they're pretty bulky and they don't fit well in suitcases together and very hard to if you only are gone for like two days to bring a whole darn canister. So the bags, you know, roll up really easily and are kind of a, they were part of the, the transition plan. So I'm glad you've, you've already experienced that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm uh, co-signed on that for yes. sure. Um, Advisory I'm board coming up. <laughs> yeah. I, I am um, being mindful of our time here together. And I do want to ask uh, a question more on the uh, business side of things. Um, as a CEO of this like super cool, quick growing company, um, I, I am, I would say that I have a very entrepreneurial spirit. I've never had like a traditional job and I love the fact that I get to run my own company. And as I train other business owners, I work, I, I do some business coaching. I work with other practitioners. Um, I understand that like not everybody needs to be an entrepreneur in order to do a job or have a job or a career that they absolutely love. And it's interesting as I build careers and I hire people and I add to my team to really see this to be true. And I would love to hear, because it seems like at some point in your career, you kind of were doing the entrepreneurial thing. You mentioned personal training at one point. Do you feel that your well, I should guess I should say, do you feel like you have an entrepreneurial spirit, number one? And number two, do you feel like that can thrive? Um, you can allow, allow that to thrive while still working within another company? Yeah, that's that's interesting. I Yes. And I think that's, it's kind of like the way that I look at being an entrepreneur and how I define it for myself is a like gosh, uh, innate or unstoppable curiosity to solve problems and related to the business that I am working in or building myself or you name it. So over the years, that's been really consistent in like, it's kind of like, I think about it the way that my brain works. And so it is consistently uh, trying to, you know, mish- mishmatch um, problems and solutions and seeing opportunities. And, you know, I think it can be defined as visionary to some degree as well by by people, but I think it is just that problem-solving curiosity in the space that you are hopefully passionately working in. Um, and and I, I think, as you mentioned, like growing over the years and building teams, what I find really fascinating is just the proper, te- not proper, but the effective team dynamic that, you know, makes, makes a successful business. I don't believe entrepreneurial spirit is always required at all. And I think that there are many different archetypes within a business that are absolutely essential, especially at different phases. And so to be more specific, in the very early days when it was just the founder, Drew, and myself, I was very much a operator, right? He was key visionary. I was operator. Um, I could pace his thought pretty quick, though, so I could follow where he wanted to go, and I loved building. So I was very much like an internal entrepreneur in that business dynamic. As we built more teams, I, I aimed to build that same dynamic um, within the a business unit. And there's like, um, you know, there's the books like Rocket Fuel and there's even like um, Predictable Success by uh, Les McEwen who talks about like these team dynamics. We always did team assessments to help us understand as we brought in new key team members, what 
kind of critical characteristic or archetype they were bringing in um, because there was kind of these three and I, I really like uh, Les McEwen's, um, there's actually four. It's like visionary, processor, operator, synergist. And so I kind of evolved from an operator to a synergist. I started doing internal team building and department building over the years. And then I bounced back to visionary. <laughs> um, and so it was kind of like the lead role in that, from that operator seat. And, um, yeah, I've been really comfortable in a lot of different roles. And I think that could also be the kind of evidence of entrepreneurship is like, you're just interested to build in the spots that you're in. So I'm just always so fascinated by like that, how we built this story, like the behind the scenes. So what role does Drew, the original founder play now? So actually it's interesting in this very moment, we're reintegrating him back in the business. So there was um, kind of three key team members in the very early days, two co-founders, Jamel and Drew and myself as a, a founding executive. And we have all had time being CEO. <laughs> which is interesting. So Drew, yeah, Drew originally was CEO for probably three years. Jamel was COO. Then Jamel was CEO and I was COO. So kind of that key relationship, as I called out, visionary integrator. Um, and then I've been CEO for two and a half years now. And we're bringing Drew back in and kind of resorting what this next chapter at Organifi looks like. So, you know, we've always kind of had um, the three of us as active members to some degree, even if it was just board members with that key team member. And so Drew and Jamel have recently been board members to me. And with Drew being ready to come back in um, with content and education, like I'm really excited to reintegrate and and kind of reshift our roles again. So yet to be determined, but I'm really excited to um, to kind of reintegrate. And he's he's primarily been just a very strong visionary. And so being kind of the the future focused further out than kind of anybody I've ever seen uh, focusing uh, in that seat. Oh, it's so exciting to me. It's like. Um... <clears throat> I always think of like the Henry Ford, uh, like if people ask me what they want, what they, or if, if I ask people what they want, they want to set a faster horse. It's like, I just love the visionary and the futuristic thinking is so cool to me. I, I just, it's very inspiring. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I, I, I hope it's appropriate, but I'd love to turn that kind of back, back to you to answer, which is like, what, you know, I always think about that, that future focus is like, what problem are you most passionate to solve? And so for you, Aaron, right now, like, as you look ahead, what, what problem in the industry or what opportunity are you most eager to to support or problem to fix? This is a really great time as my work is taking a little bit of a shift. Um, chronic health mystery syndromes. I, I believe that autoimmunity is on, well, it is on the rise. I don't believe that. Yeah. And I, I see that people are being tragically underserved, not just from a conventional medicine standpoint, but also from a functional medicine and alternative health standpoint, people are being dropped in a bucket and yeah. they're just like, we don't know what to do with you. Good luck. We don't know why this is happening. We don't know what to do with you. We're trying our best, but people are being underserved mm. and, um, literally creating a new path and a new model of healing is um, that's like where my my passion is. I do have that futuristic. I don't know if you've ever done. Um, gosh, what is it called? The Clifton Strengths Finder. Oh yes, yes, yes. I love that one. So you I have, am like you have futuristic all, all the time. Yeah, like it's like top five. It's like easy. It's in like execution. So that's like that's mm. like kind of like a lethal combo. Like I'm a silent assassin. No, it's perfect. I have, I, and the follow through, like I'm coming with it. And so I, I am glad that you asked me that question because 
I have a, I see a very, very clear problem and man, do I have some solutions to offer people. We need it. This is, um, yeah, I'm so excited to hear that. And it's such an interesting spot that is underserved and, um, I'm, I'm grateful that people like you, Aaron, are passionate about it and leaning in with education and, um, yeah, your community is lucky. So thank you. That's, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Obviously there's a lot of, dare I say, alignment. Um, we're in lockstep with a lot of stuff we do, which is why it makes sense that we're such great partners. So I love you guys. I'm so excited to see everything you know, that's coming out of you in the future. You're a brand that not only has like solid core values, but you, you. also produce like really wonderful products too. <laughs> so it's, it is a nice thing to see. So I just super appreciate your time and thank you so much for coming on the show and everything that you do for us here. Aaron, thank you. It was a treat. Great conversation. Thank you for just um, having me on and um, for serving your community. I'm really grateful for it. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you got something from today's show, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.